What's up, guys? So welcome back to the Grit Behind the Ground podcast. We're your hosts. I am Destiny. And I'm Eric. And today is actually episode four. We are going to talk about all the legalities, all the permits that you need, that we need it to get started. So um, full disclosure, though, this is strictly just our experiences and our opinions. By no means we are financial advisors, tax advisors, investor advisors, None of that stuff. Just strictly. Yeah. We're just gonna tell you our experiences and yeah. what we've done. What's yeah. worked. Yeah. Right. What's worked and what did not work for us. Yeah. Or something we heard along the way. Who yeah. knows? Maybe this is entertainment only. <laughs> it's all fantasy. Yeah. So. No. But um, so what we're gonna go through today is a step by step process of how we registered our business. I'm gonna be honest with you. Today's episode, I had nothing to do with. I'm looking down at the, the show notes, and I don't know how to do any of these things because I... Did not do any of them. No, but you partner up with someone who is logistics yeah. and analytic and very much left brain versus right brain. Your boy can't draw a stick horse, but he can file Horrible. some taxes each month. So... So, yeah, but on so. all the other previous episodes, I did none of the questions. She did all of them. So, I guess if I only have to do one every four, I'm doing well. It's right? The probability conversion yeah. rate is high. So. I like it. So, so. he's going to hook you up. Um, we're going to start off with how we registered our business. So, we are super <clears throat> riding that roller coaster. We got an idea. We're super pumped. We got funding. We got all that. But now we got to register our business legally. I don't want to go to jail. I need to pay taxes. Orange don't look good on me. No, they nah. did not look good in orange. I don't want, you know, to, to miss my taxes and get feed. I don't want to create a business not in the right entity. Like, Right. What? I got you. You got me? <clears throat> so, well, I can tell you what we did. And <laughs> it's worked so far. We okay. haven't had to do any of those negative things you talked about. Good. Um, so... I guess starting out, like before we even formed the business, we needed to decide whether or not we want to form a business because you can technically run a business under your name as a sole provider mm -hmm. or you can form a business entity. We chose to form a business ent entity. We chose to go with the LLC route. <clears throat> so if you're going to start an LLC like we did, what you first want to do is go to your Secretary of State's website to see if the name that you picked is even available, yeah. right? So that's, that's where we went. We started. Um, we typed our business name in. It was like, all right, yeah, cool. It, it's available. And then the next step, once you figure out your business name is available, you're going to want to form that entity, whatever that looks like, whether it's a partnership or, you know, um, a single member LLC. And then you can go through. There's several ways that you can do it, actually. How you, did we do it the first time? All right. So the first time. We actually went directly to the Secretary of State's website where we went to do the name search. Mm -hmm. And after we went there, um, we followed the steps on forming a domestic entity, right? There's a tab on there, Form a Domestic Entity. Once you click on there, it kind of step-by-step process on how to go through it. Um, I think it was two or three pages with, you know, 10, 12 questions, maybe a little more. And then once you got to the end, you would pay the fee and you now have a business entity set up with your state. Gotcha. Um, that's how we did it the first two times. How much were the fees when you did it that way? I would say uh, right there around $290, so $300. Doing it yourself. Doing it ourselves. All right, so that was how we set up the first two. But since then, we've set up numerous ones, I think uh, three additional ones. Mm -hmm. 
we chose to go a different route. Yeah, third party is so much so much more peace of mind. Yes. You're paying a little, a fraction, a little bit more, but at the end of the day, knowing that it's done right, knowing that you don't have to amend it or go back and pay more money to do it right, it, mm -hmm. it's so worth it. And so we've partnered up with Easier Accounting and yeah. they have made our life so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. But. Right. I mean, they, they kind of like are good people to work with. You know what I mean? I'm like, here's my thing. If I'm doing business with somebody, I want to be able to call them on the phone or email them and, and them get back with me. Right. Yeah. Because I'm like riding this wave of excitement, trying to get this new business form and everything. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is wait three weeks for you to get back with me, whether either my name's available yeah. Or, hey, this is what I'm trying to do with a partner and how do I, you know, break up the operating agreement and divvy out the, the ownership percentages and, yeah. and all the other questions that comes along with forming a business entity. I just literally pick up the phone or email my boy um, at Easier Accountant and they just, you know, answer the question right then yeah. or, you know, let me know, hey, you probably don't want to do it that way. You want to do it another way. Yeah, it's again, it's. It's worth being able to pick up that phone and get those quick answers right. and that that knowledge of just being in close proximity to someone who knows yeah. what they're doing because, and I you mean, have no clue what you're doing. Right. I mean, it cost us $300 to set it up on our own mm -hmm. and it took hours to, to get that yeah. done. And then I ultimately, the next ones, contract out to Easier Accounting and pay, I think, like 500 bucks or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they do everything. And not only do they do everything, but I literally reach back to them mm -hmm. later on down the road and it's like, hey, I, I did the business formation with y'all. How am I setting up this? Or, or what do I need to do for the IRS and the taxes going forward yeah. on, on this form? You know what I mean? So. I mean, by far the best investment. I highly recommend them. Maybe yeah. you can put there. Yeah, no, for sure. I'll put it in a link below in the show notes so you guys can click on them. Just give them a call, tell them what your idea is, tell them what you're thinking about doing. They could probably put you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and then after you do your your business <clears throat> formation, right? EIN number? No, uh, not EIN uh, number yet. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah EIN. Yeah, EIN yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so after you have the business um, formed, then you're gonna go to the IRS's website mm -hmm. and then you're gonna fill out and apply for an EIN. You can do that yourself. Um, it's super simple to do. Uh, basically, you go straight to the, the IRS's website. They have a form on there. You can even Google like, you know, EIN number. Um, once you do that, it's basically going to be your social security number for your business, business right? Yeah. So employer identification number is what that stands for. Um, those are free to get. And like I said, it's super easy to get them. All you need to know is um, your business name and then the formation date. So yeah. whenever the Secretary of State sends you back the form and says, hey, your business is now you know, a, a legitimate business in the state and it was done on this day, you'll need those two pieces of information. Your third party may do that for you too. Yeah. Trey did that for me with my photography business. So right, they right. may do that for you. But if you're but doing the other yeah, if you're doing it the other route without a third party, um, I'm gonna put the link directly to the EIN because the IRS website can be a lot. So yeah. I'll put the link that'll bring you directly to apply for your EIN below. So you can yeah. check that out. Okay, cool. So 
figure out if the name's available, then move forward and form the business entity and then get your EIN. Yep, and so once you do that, that is a good crucial part of the headache. And then you go to the second headache, yes. which is getting your permit. So and business license. The first permit that you're gonna to want to start because you'll start at the first and you'll get it the last is your health department. Health 100%. department is quite in lengthy um, it could, it's not impossible, but it is going to take a lot of processing. It's going to be a lot of going back and forth, waiting yeah. because your local um, county is usually always in the field. So um, it's going to be a lot of going back and forth, but you're going to want to start on that health department permit first and foremost and just start building those relationships. Yeah. Um, and if you're in Alabama, I think one of our previous episodes has a quick link to yes. that Alabama health department permit. Right packet but if you're not then a quick easy google search might be able to bring you um, to there and like she said call your health department yeah. and make sure you have the right one um, and then they can also steer you in the right direction yeah. uh, the next thing that takes a little bit of time too and you have to work in between schedules is getting your serve safe um, so that's just going googling serve safe and then finding what facility around you is going to be teaching those classes they might be far out so you want to be able to prepare for that um, and yeah. sign up. So your Surf Safe has different categories depending on what you sell in your mobile food truck. If you sell a protein, if you sell milk, coffee, just um, ice cream, it's different. So you'll have to take a specific class um, depending on what you plan on selling. And so you'll yeah. want to kind of work with your health department because when we started, I was like, I don't know what I'm selling. Like what category I'm in? That's picking up the phone saying, hey, this is what I plan on putting my menu. What category do you suggest? And they'll help you with that as well. So, and then they'll link you up with your local teacher that will, um, you know, provide that. I think there's an online uh, option yeah. as well. Did you can you do just online. Go and Google search serve safe certification mm -hmm. and then it'll give you some information about that. Um, but however, you know, depending on what you're serving in, in your business, coffee, mobile yeah. coffee depends on whether or not you need that serve safe. So definitely check with the health department first to see if you even need the serve safe certification. And it's probably going to change according to what state you're in too. So make sure you just call and get that. Right. Um, your next permit that you're going to want to get is your local business um, license and permits. So yeah. wherever your main hub is or wherever you plan on kind of your home base being, going to that city and, and getting that business license. I also suggest that if you plan on going to surrounding cities, picking up the phone, giving them a call, um, you don't have to commit to anything. Just pick up the phone, say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. How much are the fees so that I can kind of budget it in? Because every city might be different. Um, I also know that each industry is different as well. So make sure you're specific on telling them what industry you're in. I know my photography service is a different fee than the mobile coffee trailer. Right. So <laughs> if I would have been, went based off of photography, it would have been way out the ballpark. So. Yeah, and you can find that information out at the, your local city hall. Mm -hmm. Call down to the city hall and say, hey, I want to talk to your license department. Yeah. Um, and they can guide and guide you from there. But I'll also say that, you know, each city is different on their requirements. Yeah. Um, so it is crucial. Like, I'll make sure that I pick up the phone and call them and kind of gauge what they're needing before I make a blank trip out there. 
right? Yeah. Because every one of them is different. We've been to one where you literally just go in there and you pay a fee because that's all they're really doing is trying to collect a fee. And then now you've got a business license for a year. You go to the next county over or the city and you're there and you want, they want liability insurance. They want proof of fire extinguisher. They want yeah. uh, your health permit. They want all of these things before they will even give you a license to operate in their business. Yeah. So make sure you're planning ahead for that. Like if yeah. you have an event, don't just say, oh, I'll pop up there next week and get it. It might be take a little extra time to, to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had one city. It took us literally a month to get a business license. It was running back and forth, back and forth. So definitely check that out. So let's move to the next little topic, and that's going to be um, reaching out to a tax professional. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I would say the, the number one thing that you want to reach out to the, your tax professional, and what we did the first time uh, is going to be, um, in this industry, we learned real quick that you have this extra sales tax mm -hmm. that you have to deal with. Um, if you're selling any, serv uh, not services, if you're selling any goods. Um, goods or products, right, you have to pay sales tax on those goods and products on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. We were in businesses and jobs service. prior yeah. that we only had to pay taxes at the end of the service year. Service-based, yeah. Yeah, service-based. So um, it's really important for you to get with some type of professional accounting or something to set you up properly and make sure that you have um, your sales tax uh, reporting and license and all of that in place. Another thing is you, you get the sales tax license because you don't want to pay uh, double taxation on your products, right? So you don't want to go buy milk and pay taxes when you go buy the milk, but then also pay taxes after you sell it at yeah. the end. By having the sales tax license allows you to go to your um, retail grocery store and put that on file and not have to pay taxes on the products that you're going to resell. So Eric does, he's a DIYer, he does our taxes every month, our sales taxes. I think partially because he's really adamant about knowing how to do something before you ask or pay someone to do it. He just yeah. wants to know how to do it. I think it's like a sense of uh, security or trust issues because what happens if they fall off the face of the earth and then I'm left here to right. do my taxes by myself? At least he would know how to do it. So it's point being is you can learn how to do it. It's not that, it's not that, that bad. That yeah. hard. I don't know. I've never. I did probably it, but. it is. It's a little tedious, mm -hmm. and I probably I'm actually looking to transition now and mm -hmm. find an accounting service to start doing that because yeah. you know we can afford that in yeah. our business. Um, I'm actually going to reach out to. Time is just a, is an issue now that we don't have. So, yeah. but for those who are looking to just do it themselves you can do your own taxes. For Alabama, it's logging into My, my Alabama. Almost you almost said Mississippi. Said Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. It's My Alabama, Alabama taxes. taxes, yes. And, and it kind of walks you through it. It's gonna be weird the first couple of times because it's new, but you'll get the hang of it and you'll set a reminder and you'll say, okay, let's do it or I'm going to jail. And uh, you'll be a little motivated yeah. at that point. So. And I will <laughs> say when I first started doing it, I reached <laughs> out to Montgomery, which <laughs> is our state capital. And I remember one time I stayed on the phone trying to ask a question for an hour and 18 minutes. Shut up. Yeah, because I didn't know an hour, like where he's to traumatized, go. An hour yeah. and 18 so, minutes. So like, you know, you can definitely reach out to those yeah. people and figure it out. Yeah. It's just like at the same time, is it worth your time doing it that way? Um, so. Yeah. 
Well, I was going to ask you a if you can tell me an experience or a story that kind of goes off the top of your mind that we might have dealt with some legal requirements or things like that. But obviously, you are scarred by that yeah. hour and eighteen right. minutes. <laughs> I mean, I know it precise, dude. It, it, it scarred me for sure, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I got through. You, you did. know, it didn't win. It did not you win. Know what I mean, yeah. So I, I got that battle. The health department. I I stressed out about serve safe. Because I hadn't tested. I remember that. I have not did a test where you sit down and you take a test. Because I went in and learned and sat down and did all that. I didn't do it all online because I went out of school a hot minute. And I stressed out so much about, you know, all of the things. Because at that point, we could not, we had everything. We had health department. We we had everything. But if I couldn't get my serve safe, we couldn't serve that Friday. Yeah. And I think because our time limit in the school schedule or class schedule we couldn't get in because we yeah. we, we were went, trying to get in an event. We went from idea yeah. to concept super fast. Like most mm -hmm. people are just like, you know, eight months. We did it in like eight weeks. And so we were yeah. trying to, to do that. And I was like, one shot. I felt like, oh man, no stress. But but we did it. 92. <laughs> what I'm talking about. But, um, but yeah, so any more stories, horror stories that popped on top of your head? You know, uh, on this aspect of it uh, or this topic, not... Not really. <laughs> Besides, you got other I mean, topics? Yeah. You know, the, the health department, dude, um, we could harp on that for a minute, though. No. You know what I mean? Another cool thing that I didn't know, because I'm just curious, and I went to go get our business license, and I'm like, okay, how much do I owe you? They're like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, holy moly. And so I do research. I'm like, where do business license, where's that money to go to? It yeah. goes to your community. It goes to, you know all the little things that make a community just work. And so it's pretty cool that at the very beginning, you start off already pouring back into your community, even with your business license, because it goes into paving roads and, you know, doing different, you know, things in your community that's just going to benefit, you know, everyone in it. So it's really cool to think about it like that. Yeah. I yeah, like, I would say that one of the things that kind of sticks out is um, we didn't really have to go get a permit to park anywhere. Yeah. So. so another thing with all of this is don't forget that for most, most of you probably, you are trying to solve a problem in your community. For us, we did not have a coffee shop. So we were like, we can solve a problem. We can serve our community. And so we went into it thinking that, we were already hopefully going to be a business or a brand that would be able to be an asset to the area that we live in. So we started building those relationships with our city and to see what they could do to help us. Um, like tax yeah. incentives. A lot of communities have revitalization um, kind of associations where they can, you know, do things to help small businesses start up, whether that's waive a business fee or have tax mm -hmm. incentives where you might get, you know, your sales tax um, deducted for something. Or in our situation, they literally let us park on some of their property. Yeah. We've never had to pay. Yeah, I will thing. say a lot of people ask us, like, mm -hmm. why did we build a coffee shop in, in Op, Alabama? You know, like, why did you do that when there wasn't any really industries and, you know, the population's not yeah. that great? But we actually bought a building, revitalized it, and put our flagship in, in Op. It, yeah. And one of the biggest things was 
they scratched our back and, and you know what I mean? That was kind of our way of giving back. They allowed us to park in a, in a city owned parking lot for like six months free of charge. Yeah. And then after, you know, that relationship was cultivated, we was like, all right, well, this is our way of kind of giving back to the city. The city's been really good to us. Let's do this. Yeah. And other cities, like I said, they, they have different things. So it's, it's nice to be able to go and just sit in front of someone, talk to them about your idea, what you want to do, and they'll help you. They'll help you make it happen. So you're not in this by any means by yourself. So if you ever think yeah. that you are, you're doing business the wrong way because it's a lot harder and your failure rate's gonna be higher if you try and do this by yourself. Right. What we have and what you see is probably the one project, the first project we've done where we've brought people in and we're like, look guys, we're super humble. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, let's do it together yeah, though. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it, come together and do this and project. And we've seen the, the, the best growth, I think, from being vulnerable right. and not trying not to do it all Not being prideful, yeah. you know, and that's anything that we're doing. Yeah, right. we, Eric always says, we're not the smartest people in the room, but we're going to put ourselves in Around. rooms with smart people. Yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. Speaking but of also, smart, change your mindset um, real quick on building relationships with your community, like what kind of <laughs> value that I can bring. Yes while you're having those conversations. Mindset shift is everything. Yeah. Um, so don't go thinking, oh my gosh, I need a handout. No, like this is what I'm bringing. You scratch my back, I scratch yours, and yeah. we, we're gonna grow together, so. Um, also to make your life so much easier, I have made this super sweet checklist. This handy dandy checklist. And if you are anything like me and you get completely rewarded when you check stuff off your list, this is, Hold the, on. This is like, gonna be. We should do a poll on who's a checklist people and then also who has every color pin. And they don't just write one checkbox in one color. All, all the colors, they have to have a different color per checkbox. I think, I feel I'm being targeted right now. Okay. I'm looking over here, pass the camera at your desk to 15 different color pins. Anyways, if you would like this awesome checklist that will help you stay on track and keep you accountable, you print this bad boy out. It's gonna be, um, it might be on the show notes in a link, but it will go through everything that you need to get done that we went over today from forming your business entity to even figuring out which business entity do you wanna go with, your mm -hmm. permits, your license. It's pretty cool, it's actually interactive. So if you go over here and you're like, hey, I need to apply for my EIN number, you click that link, it'll bring you to the direct spot on the IRS website. So I put some love into it, use it, because what we are all about and why we did this podcast was because we get so many people asking all the questions and we want to be able to answer you all at one time and give you every single resource that we wish that we had. And then yes. also go little things to make you go and take action. So it's so easy to be like, yes, I wanna do this and write stuff down or if you're like Eric, just mentally note it. But when you have something like this that's sitting in front of you on your desk, it's just so much more accountability when you look at it. And it's, it's a lot, your goals are a lot more tangible when you have yeah. to face them every day. So take advantage of this. This is why we, we do all this for you guys. So, so yeah. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about locations. We kind of yeah. dived into it a little bit. We're going to tell you um, how to pick locations, the things that you need to look for, how you even obtain locations and, and do contracts with that. So stay tuned next week for that. But until then. See you next week. I'm tired. My thighs. <laughs>